Okay, so I said in yesterday's episode that all is relatively well in my life. Things are going, things are going good, and a good indication that things are going well with me is that I have a lot of irons and a lot of fires. I have a lot going on. I said yesterday, I think that I have 101 irons and 101 different fires. And it just made me think, yeah, Fano, you've got a lot going on, but what do you have going on? And that's what I want to get at, this idea that we can have, our heads can be full of of stuff, but it's not very well arranged. And if you have a look at the image that accompanies this episode, you'll see a picture of a book that I'm after writing and making. Now, have a, have a quick look. All it is is a ring binder. You pick one up in an office supply shop for two euro or three euro or something like that. And a ream of paper. Now, I got a ream of paper. Again, you're talking about a tenner or something. And I drilled two holes in it to match up with the the ring in the ring binder. So basically, I had a 500-page blank book. No lines, no nothing. No numbers, no anything. And the idea of, of making that book was... Because I've been I've been burning through notebooks since I could write, basically. I've always been writing just to get what was in my head out of my head. There's a I, I find it cathartic. I kind of find it helpful if something's buzzing around in my brain. If I can just put pen to paper, it clarifies it. And I think it's a, a big part of it is actually a lack of intelligence, in a sense. So... I don't have any reason to think that I have any higher an IQ than the average. The average person has a, a an IQ of 100. I don't think that I've, I'm much above or below that. I have no reason to believe that I'm any more intelligent or less intelligent than anybody else. More intelligent people, they can hold half a dozen different thoughts in their head at the same time. So, for example, you can ask them to multiply 3 and 7 and then multiply 14 and 3 and add the two answers together. Now, I do that in a heartbeat with a pen and paper. But in my head, at some point, you'll hear my brain make that. And I just, I just, I just can't do it. And I need to jot it down. And that mathematical equation, for want of a better term, that I gave or example that I gave, you can extrapolate that for, oh, I want to, I want to grow things under lights and what I supply to shops, what I supply to the food service, how will I package it, how will I deliver it. You can imagine there's 101 million different things that you have to take into consideration in relation to most things. So writing it down, for me at least, is absolutely crucial. I don't have the IQ, I don't have the cranial capacity or the bandwidth or whatever it is to do it in my head. And I would imagine that people with off-the-charts IQs get savage benefit from writing it down because there's a limit, surely, to what we can what we can handle, basically, between our ears. But anyway, so the idea of making that book was this, I know myself, and, and I, know from, I know from having burned through all these notebooks, I'll be writing something, and then I'll, the next day I'll be writing something else, and the next day I'll be writing something else, and there's no order to it, and it's a bit all over the place. So when I go back to the notebook and I'm looking for something, it's like, fuck. Like, this thing could be at the start, it could be that I'm looking for. This thing that I'm looking for could be at the start, it could be at the middle, it could be at the end. And more more often than not, it's spread across them all. So the idea of the ring binder and the ream of paper would be that I could actually put everything, put all the thoughts that I'm putting down in paper in order. Okay, and this I wanted to speak for a minute about this idea of, being, of of putting what's in your head in order, and I'm going to do it by analogy. 
surprise, surprise. So you've probably heard that big tech companies, they're harvesting your data. They're mad for your data. They're collecting our data and they're you know using it against us. This data is just, it's bits of information. It's just bits and pieces of things, just like my book. My book, I'm writing it, I checked the date there. The first entry is on the 8th of April, 2017. So it's, I'm writing it about three and a half years and there's all sorts of shit in it. Some of it's fucking brilliant. Most of it's absolutely atrocious. But it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's not, it's not a, a literary piece. It's just trying to put what's in my brain on paper. And to get it out of my head and to so I can see it and I can compare pages and I can take out bits that I wrote, you know, two years ago and put it beside the bits I wrote yesterday and I can organize the whole thing. Okay, so that's what big tech companies have to do with the data. All the data they have is like my original notebooks. It's just bits and pieces of stuff scattered everywhere and it's of no use. But what they, what the tech companies have to do is they have to put this data in some sort of a sequence. They have to arrange it, okay? And you've probably heard of planes flying in formation. So if you have, a, a, I don't know, 20 planes fly across the sky in a V-shape, they're flying in formation. That's the term that we use. But what the big tech companies have to do with all this data and what I've done with all my thoughts that I've written down in that book is... I've put them in formation. Okay, like the planes flying. I've put them in formation. So data, just raw bits and pieces of things, is of no benefit to anybody. Like my notebooks, they were of no benefit to me. There was a certain cathartic element to it. I, I got some sort of kind of some sort of relief from, from writing them down and getting them out of my head and on the page. So there was a benefit in doing that, but there's a much better benefit in being able to organize it. Organizing all the data. Because when you organize data, you get information. And information is what's useful. Data isn't of any use to anybody, but information absolutely is. Okay, so I was saying I've done uh, I have 101 irons and 101 different fires. So that book has helped greatly in guiding me through these solo episodes. And these solo episodes have helped me greatly in organizing the book and writing in a couple of more pages. But in relation to having a load of irons and a load of different fires, here's one for you. I'm going to have done 42 episodes by the end of this series, okay? By the end of the lockdown. They average 15 minutes. 42 by 15 is 630 minutes. Divide that by 60 and you get 10 and a half hours. Okay, just so you know, I googled it before I, I started recording. The average audio book is 10 and a half hours long. So what I've essentially found myself doing along the way and by accident really is working on a 42 episode podcast series, a 10 and a half hour audio book, an approximately four or five hundred page book an hour and a half long documentary, something like a movie that I was mentioning before these 42 episodes could be distilled into, and a 42 episode mini-series documentary. All because I just tried to get what was in my head on paper three years ago. Before I ever had a podcast, before I ever had any notions of doing any of these things. And there's, there's something to that. There's something to you doing things that just benefit you. They mightn't have... 
a point at the end of it. There's no, you might necessarily need to have a goal. But if it benefits you in any way, shape or form, it's worth doing. Because who knows what it could turn into? Who the fuck knows? Now, as well as all those things I mentioned, I also have a business to run when this lockdown um, pisses off. And I've also somewhat set up an MMA gym. It's funny, I was asked recently, somebody had heard that I had said I was setting up an MMA gym. And they asked, like, what's what's the story? I hear you're setting up an MMA gym. And I'm like, oh, look, I've no intention of fucking setting up an MMA gym. I mean, it's, it's not on the cards. I'm up to my eyes with the podcast and work and everything else. And, you know, it's not something that I've ever wanted to do per se. And it's not anything that I'm really looking to to invest time in in doing. Having said that, before the lockdown at least, I had four or five lads training twice a week with me in what couldn't be called anything other than an MMA gym. And I've absolutely no intention of stopping that. In fact, I have every intention of revving it up. I've committed to go coming back fighting. I want to compete again. I want to be locked inside the cage with somebody else and to see what happens in a, a to test myself more than anything, mentally, emotionally, physically, psychologically, whatever way you want to look at, I want to get back into that zone. And the beauty of having an end goal like that is that it's not just it's not just doing that. It's everything that comes before. I've already started watching my diet. I've already started strength and conditioning. I've already started reducing the amount I drink and smoke. I've already done all these different things because I'm going to have to do them at some stage and when better a time to start than now. But the wider point here that I'm trying to hammer home is I've been note-taking forever. I've been training in one form or another forever. I've been organising my thoughts in a book for the last three and a half odd years. Okay, All of that could be broadly put under the umbrella term personal development. Okay, And we all need to be doing a certain amount of this. Okay, now granted, look, you're going to have to look after your kids, you're going to have to look after your wife or your husband or your boyfriend or whoever it is, your extended family, you're going to have to go to work, you're going to have to pay the bills, and you're going to have to do a whole host of mundane stuff. But that's not to say that you can't squeeze in time to organise your thoughts and turn your, your, essentially turn your data into information, okay? It mightn't tell you where you're going, this information. This information, in, in a sense, it's... It's, it's, it's your life story. And if you can turn that data into information, it mightn't tell you where you're going, but it might show you the direction that you're headed. And like, who knows? Maybe, maybe, you, maybe you're headed somewhere you don't want to go. Maybe you're headed somewhere you do want to go. But how can you prepare for a destination that you're unaware of? I think a lot of people get caught in this trap. They don't know when they don't know how they ended up where they are. And I can't help you with that. But what I can help you with, and again, lads, like like whenever I say what I can help you with, what I mean is what I can help me with. Okay, when I'm when I'm speaking into this microphone, I'm addressing the audience, but I'm speaking I'm speaking to myself essentially. Like figuratively and literally, I'm speaking to myself. So what I can help myself with is to better understand the world that we live in. Like it's, it's bad enough being completely unaware of certain things, but it's worse still thinking you know something and for that to be actually false. 
or to think that you have a better understanding of something than somebody else only because of how you were brought up and where you were raised. It's easy to look down on people who believe in uh, Vishnu or Thor or some other god that you're not overly familiar with. It's easy for you to kind of look down your nose at those guys and kind of view them as primitive or barbaric or whatever. But then you hear in a podcast that these beliefs are 3,000 years older than yours and they're the exact fucking same. Or maybe you hear in a podcast that it was the United States Department of Agriculture that originally developed the food pyramid. And that's why your diet mostly consists of grains, because it was the base of the food pyramid. Not that the Department of Agriculture would have an ulterior motive in telling everybody that they should be eating what they grow. But look... The wider point being, the better you can understand your yourself, essentially. The better that you can understand your own mind, the better that you can live a better life. The more you know about yourself, the more you'll know about others. The better informed decisions you're going to be able to make, and the better your life is going to be generally. So on that somewhat sanctimonious note, I'll chat to you tomorrow.